Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Too Tired to Code Switch. I am so excited for today's episode. Today's episode is titled The Chronic, South Dakota Just Legalized Marijuana. And with me today, I've got two amazing guests. I have Rick Tupper, um, who um, is over at Campus Safety and so many other things. I'm going to let him give his title in a second. But I like to call him my secret CIA or my secret tree sniper who like looks out for people doing bad things <laughs> or good things when you're not paying attention. Introduce yourselves for us, Rick. Yeah, my name is Rick Tupper. I'm the Associate Vice President for Safety and Logistics. I oversee several areas on campus, and one of those would be campus safety. Awesome. So happy to have you. And then my other guest that I have is my personal renaissance man who fixes anything or can give me advice on anything, be it cars or places to eat in Sioux Falls or South Dakota, um, is Jeff Vinicamp. Introduce yourselves for our, um, our audience today, Jeff. Hello, audience. <laughs> Jeff is the director for student conduct here at Augie, but you've been here a while, right? Yeah, I, I, I started off in student activities and have wandered through student affairs. And today I'm the director of student conduct and all other duties as assigned. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm so excited to be talking to you about this really cool topic. Um, and it's about uh, the legalization or the possible legalization of marijuana in uh, South Dakota, South Dakota. And so for my audience members, um, in case you don't know, South Dakota voted uh, this summer uh, to do away with the marijuana laws um, that we've seen, uh, unfortunately, put many disenfranchised and systemically non-dominant folks in jails for many, many, many years. Um, and the recreational marijuana bill passed, you know, 53% and then medical marijuana passed at 69%. And so tentatively, it is scheduled to begin um, that you can purchase and grow and do a lot of those other things with a, 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 a relative small amount of marijuana beginning July 1. But um, I think a lawsuit just happened, was it this week or last week, um, from our state legislature who um, some people are trying to stop it from happening. Uh, but I thought we would talk about this from a standpoint in case it does. Nine times out of ten, it probably will happen. What happens post July 1, 2020 um, with uh, recreational and medical marijuana sales here at Augie? And so, you know, kind of talk to me a little bit. They all bit. come out of Rick Tupper's office. <laughs> it yeah, all comes a, out of his yeah. office? It's all coming out of his office. Oh, yeah. man. Well, we don't buy it out of his office. Though. Oh, yeah. That's no, okay. That's all right. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be allowed. <laughs> so, you know, the first thing to get our conversation up and running is kind of talk to me a little bit about you know, how you think uh, the passing of medical and recreational marijuana uh, is really going to impact that campus community, you know, thinking from a residential standpoint as well as from an enforcement standpoint. I, I think I could start with a couple of observations that I, I think will be obvious or maybe not obvious, but should be really clear. Mm -hmm. This is a state passage. It is not a federal passage. But I've I, I seen that uh, somebody just put forward something from a federal level. Right. Um, I, they're talking about offering it or putting it through the federal office. But as a state, as a state only bill that's, that's going to pass right now, that is not going to allow marijuana or any of its products, any of its THC products, 
products on our campus. Okay. okay. So even if it's legal in the state, having it on our campus is not going to be legal because we receive federal funds. Okay. And as an entity that receives federal funds, it is illegal to possess, consume, and all those things on our campus. So mm. from a policy standpoint, it's still going to be illegal in the residence halls. I don't know. Illegal is probably not the right word. I don't know if it's going to be right. I mean, that, that, that kind of makes it sound like it's a criminal offense. But, yeah. You know, for us, it'd just be a judicial action, just kind of like an right. alcohol violation. Yeah. Um, even though you're 21 on campus, you can't have alcohol. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a violation of the student code of conduct. So, mm -hmm. in many ways, once the state were to legalize that, you know, we would just look at it as like any smoking violation. It's we're a smoke free campus. Mm -hmm. Can't smoke on our campus, and also it, that that substance would be prohibited on a campus. So. Mm -hmm. It's not a crime. It's just, it's a judicial action that yeah. Jeff's office would be dealing with. Mm. And then what happens with your staff members from enforcing it? Because, I mean, if you live, what, in Costello, like, you can't smoke in Costello, but can you go and stand on the corner of, what, Grange and 33rd on the sidewalk and smoke? Yeah, yeah, yeah you can. Technically. And, yeah, yeah, technically, as long as you're off campus, I mean, you could go smoke a cigarette, whether that's a marijuana cigarette or or any other type of you know, tobacco. As I'm researching this and reaching out to to different institutions, Massachusetts is a good example. I have colleagues that I work with there and they actually, their campus has a boulevard that runs down the middle of the campus. So it mm. kind of divides it to a east and west. Well, the road itself and up to the border of it is campus property. So no ma marijuana allowed there, but the boulevard that splits the you know, north and south lanes or whatever is city property. So it's actually legal to smoke on the median of that road. So they've ended up having to set up like tables and ashtrays and stuff like that because all the students are coming there, hanging out on the boulevard, smoking, and then going back to their residence halls or whatever. But because smoking on campus is, a conduct violation, smoking on that boulevard, completely acceptable. Mm. And then I'm quite sure, you know, from, from both of y'all's standpoint, um, you're probably going to ramp up the education that, that we're going to be doing to our students about, you know, understanding laws and understanding what happens to your body and your mind and, mm -hmm. you know, Thinking about, even thinking about our core values and what we stand for as as citizens of the Augie community, you know, what does that also look like? You know, that, well, that's what I love about working at, on a campus mm -hmm. is, you know, for 25 years uh, when I was in law enforcement, my job was to find bad guy, arrest bad guy, and then I was done with it, just went in the court system. Out of a tree. Yeah, out of, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Out of apparently out of a tree. Sniping him out of a tree. What I love about being on a campus is you throw in one key word. Mm-hmm. Education. Yeah. And, you know, no matter what we do, we all are human. We mess up once in a while. We might do something wrong. It's not about the punishment piece. It's really, truly what we get thrown in is the education piece. You know, everybody is responsible for your actions, so there's a responsibility to it. But I think we get to focus more on that education piece. Mm -hmm. And how do you educate people to, um, even when you get to, like, alcohol, alcohol use, that you, you, you drink alcohol responsibly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's not about no, 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 no. It's how do you do this responsibly so that you're safe, everybody around you is safe. It, it's again, it's an education piece. Mm -hmm. And we get to focus more on that side 
rather than what I did in my previous life of everything was punishment. Mm. So what I love here is, you know, on a, on a university, you get to focus on education. Again, that doesn't take away your responsibility, mm-hmm. but we can focus on education. What kind of piggybacking off of that and knowing from the law enforcement side and do you think it would have helped systemically non-dominant communities or disenfranchised groups a little bit more if it was less from the enforcement and more on the education side? Do you think um, maybe our prison system possibly wouldn't look the way it looks now if we focused on some of those things more? Yeah, you know, I think you'd have to really look at, you know, Possession of marijuana is a, a misdemeanor even in South Dakota, so you're not going to go to prison for that. Okay, okay. Um, you know, people that sell marijuana, if you're a distributor, you're probably going to serve some prison time. But generally, people that have personal amounts, you're not, you're not going to serve significant time for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I think it's, it is an education piece. And I'm not sure what, if you try to lean on government to say that their job like if you went to the police department and say that your job is to educate people, I'm mm-hmm. not sure that they have that ability to. Because mm-hmm. that's you, not what they were hired for, right? It, right. Yeah. You know, it, it is. They, they have a role. But now, obviously, we do look at, um, you know, what, what I when I came into the campus setting, I, you know, I really looked at what I did prior and, you know, the benefits that we could take from a campus into the greater community on how even law enforcement educates people and the role that they get to play. And it's not necessarily just going out and, you know, doing the enforcement piece. It's, you know, at some point you have to do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But but it's not about writing tickets, not about, you know, putting people in jail. It's really about how do we help our community, and if this is an issue, how do you address that issue? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, and it's, it's going to be a slippery slope. Like, if you're legally saying that I can now, well, for all intents and purposes, after July 1, I can have it, and I live on campus, clearly it's in my room. Well, I think that's going to be the real question. And I think that's t- technically it can't be in your room. Mm-hmm, it cannot mm-hmm. be on campus property. So I, I think that's where we're working right now to come up with what are the correct educational components and remedies to those violations. You know, it's a challenge and mm-hmm. it's going to be a challenge. It's it's not like cigarettes in that instance because owning cigarettes at 18 year old and having them in your room is legal. Mm-hmm. This won't be the same way cuz this is a this is a at this point it's a crime to have it not a crime. It's it's well, I'm not sure, Rick. How is that going to work? That would be a federal crime then to well, be Well, yeah, I mean, but yeah, the the feds have made it clear that the they're not states going. that they're they're not going out to enforce it. Yeah. In that sense, but mm-hmm. I mean, they will hold institutions accountable for it, yes. so kind of like we are when we get financial aid. Yeah, you know, I really do see that. You know, I, I refer back to alcohol policies. You know, it's alcohol is legal for the most part uh, mm-hmm. as long as you're over 21, but we don't allow it on campus. Right now, we'd be naive to think that there's no alcohol on this campus. So it, it really just falls back to people that are being responsible and it's a, a violation of the student code of conduct. And, and we're not going to go walking camp. through rooms, right. doing searches. We're not bringing dogs in to, oh, who's got yeah. the weed? Yeah, you the, know, the, the tough part about marijuana is uh, it's one of those odors that once you smell it, it, it doesn't go away. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one thing to sit in your dorm room and drink a beer. Nobody will ever know that as long as right. your conduct doesn't go out of whack. And I think but that's, if you smoke a joint... It's venturing into the hallway <laughs> and somebody's going to call. And, so that, and that's pretty consistent with even the alcohol policies, right? If yeah. 
I'm not condoning, but if you're sitting in your room drinking a beer, watching a movie at night with the door closed, nobody's noticing nor caring that much, right? It's it's certainly a violation and I'm not condoning it, but I'm sitting back saying, you're not causing a problem. Nobody's noticing it. The, the, the instances that we see is your room's open and eight people are in there mm-hmm, hooting and mm-hmm. hollering. That's causing a community disruption. Then we're interested because that's a community disruption and it's a violation. Mm-hmm. I think the same thing will happen with marijuana. If you're smoking a joint in your room and you've got this odor reeking out of your room, that's a community disruption. And that's unfair to your neighbors who don't want to participate and don't want to smell it. And it goes against all of the, you know, a central core value that we've said yeah. our institution is about, of course, community with respect of human difference, empowering of one another, you know, all of those things. And so to say that you are part of the Augie family and to go away from the things that we say that makes us a part of the Augie family is just not a smart decision to make. Right. Right. And I, and I, and I'm, I'm hopeful that we can come up with the right educational components that are going to help students see that and the right at the end of the day, um, conduct policies. So that is really clear. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you create this violation, yeah, we're going to give you a warning and we're going to try and do some more education. But you know, if this is, becomes a problem and you just refuse to learn, maybe living on campus isn't the thing for you because mm-hmm. this is a disruption to our campus. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we have people on campus that won't want to participate and won't want to mm-hmm. hear it and see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll we'll be dealing with that. Yeah. Well, we only got a couple of minutes left. Um, and I thought I would leave you with some, um, leave you the opportunity to give some final thoughts. What would you say is the big thing that your departments are preparing for? post-July 1, 2021? Well, again, from an a enforcement standpoint, what, you know, we're, if prior to July 1st, our policy would be if we came into contact with uh, marijuana or drug paraphernalia, our legal responsibility is to turn it over to the police. Mm-hmm. After July 1st, we wouldn't do that anymore. It mm-hmm. would just become a violation of our student code of conduct. Okay, I would say our department is working mostly on the educational component. Mm -hmm. How can we teach the student body what's right and wrong and how it affects your neighbor and um, how the campus is going to address these things? The last thing I want to do is have a student surprised by a sanction that's handed down going, wait, what? You know, and and I don't know. We haven't even talked about the... um, financial aid implications of yes. marijuana violations, which are significant yes. because you, it is you, a federal You lose your, your federal financial aid if you get a, a drug possession. Right. Um, right. It, it does impact your federal financial yeah. aid. And so, we, you know, we're going to have to do a great job of communicating that. And Rick brought up, and we didn't even talk about paraphernalia as well. And what happens in the city as opposed to even being on campus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because this is such amazing things, I would love to bring you all back post July 1 or once we see some other things happening to continue this conversation because I think you know this is a a very important conversation to have 
um, especially in seeing how laws are impacted, the community, not just Augie, but the Sioux Falls community as well. And so, mm-hmm. uh, audience, I promise you all, I will get both of these two gentlemen back to continue this conversation because it is an awesome conversation to have. Yeah, if you bring us back post-July 1, you might have a very different mood coming from the table. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> might be might be a little bit more relaxed on both sides. Yeah. Well, that'll be sitting back going, hey everybody, oh my what's goodness. happening? That's, How y'all doing? Jeff, he's having a dream right now, y'all. <laughs> I have no mind. Thank you all so much for spending a couple of minutes with us and talking to us about um what possibly could be happening in Sioux Falls in the coming um, months and on our campus community. Thank you all so much for joining us today for Too Tied to Cold Switch and today's episode, which is the chronic South Dakota just uh, passed laws to legalize a recreational and medical marijuana. I look forward to seeing you all in the next episode.